why would anybody listen to me? Why would I get on stage? Why would I do a podcast? Why would I do a video? Because who cares what Sarah has to say? But I realized that people actually do care what we say as practitioners because we all went through our own health stuff. We all went through things and we have experience. You dedicated your life. You accumulated the loans and the letters. You're saving lives. Time to save your own. You know you're already successful, but you want more. You want your time back. You want financial freedom and the ability to do what you love from anywhere. This is just for you. Come inside the Flip the Prescription podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kylie. We start in three, two, one. Have you ever thought about running a brick and mortar practice? Or maybe you're in one and you want to kind of transition into the virtual platform. Well, I've got a special guest with me today, Sarah Outlaw, and she's walked both worlds. Um, She's also walked the world of muscle testing quite in depth. And she's going to share with you some tips and tricks of what to do, what not to do, and then what we're helping her transition into, which I'm freaking excited about. So Sarah, welcome on. Thanks, Kylie. Appreciate it. All right. Walk me through some of your history. Yeah, so I was a stay-at-home mom for 13 years. Um, I have five kids. I didn't know you had you five kids. Oh, yeah, I have five kids. Yeah. Yes, I have five. I have five. three, and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yes, yes. So my own health brought me to wanting to do what I do today. And so not finding help and not finding answers is kind of why I became a practitioner because nobody could help me. So I figured I have to help myself and I wanted to help my kids because my family history of health isn't so great. So I was like, well, if I have a bad family history of health and I'm sick, then I've got all these kids. So what if they're sick too? So I found a different way. I found a muscle testing practitioner who could help me. And then there wasn't one where I moved to. So I said, okay, well, then I'm going to have to go back to school and do this. So I'm back to school. At 35, got a master's degree in nutrition, got a equivalent of a master's in herbal medicine and a health code certification. I just kept going. And then muscle testing in school, and I just kept on going and going and going and never stopped. So it's been a fun, very long journey, but I kind of found what I always was meant to do. And now I get to help all these people and help my family and get on a podcast with you. So it's awesome. Can we, can we sit, sit on that for a minute? Because... People are like, well, I'm 55. Do I really want to start over? I'm a 60. Like, whatever the story is, there's yeah. never a better time than now. No. And that's exactly what my husband said to me because I was thinking, I don't know if I should do this. My chiropractor at the time asked me to come on board as a health, you know, doing health advising for him. And I knew I would have to go back and get some education. And I said, oh, I don't know. My little guy was like a year old, my littlest guy. And I said, I don't know if I can do this. And my husband said, if not now, when? And that just sent off the light bulb. And I said, you know what? You are you are right. I can do this. So I did it. And it wasn't easy. And there was a lot of late, late nights after the kids went to bed. And I said, I'm going to be a practitioner. And people were like, you're going to do a what? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go be a practitioner. I'm going to go help people because nobody could help me. I have very little memory of about 15 years of my life because I had Lyme. And I don't remember really my kids when they were little. People show me pictures and I look at them. I'm like, Oh, okay. Oh, I know. I kind of remember that now, but it's just this blurry mess of all those years of just muddling through. So um, I don't want that for other people. Yeah. Can we talk about our husbands for a minute? Because for a husband to say like, if not now, when? I mean, that's a pretty good man. Yeah. Yeah. He's I been very. Going the, 
Is it a dating scene? Because I, you know, I'm in Utah and I'm 25 and not married. And how dare I do that? How <laughs> dare I go after education? And I remember I'd get in arguments with guys. Like, well, I want my wife to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm like, you're a freaking idiot. Because what if something happens to you? Right. You're really going to live off of, I mean, and nowadays it's so hard to live off of one income unless it's a substantial income. No, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we did it back then. I mean, we were, if you looked at our income back then, it was, we, it was like, you know, for a family as big as ours, we were like at poverty line. My husband was former military and we'd gotten out and then trying to get, make it in the civilian world. I don't know how I did what I did on the income that we had then. And I've changed my mindset and mentality so much in the last 10 years where we don't say, we don't say we can't afford things. We say, how can we afford that? Like, it's like, how can yes. we, like, you know I mean, so we changed it and, and we, I took out a personal loan and said, okay, I'm going to borrow money to, to do this schooling. And then I know it's going to come back to me. And it did like within six months back. So, um, it was one you of those have things, this like, expect it mentality Yeah, where you're going to go do something and you expect it to work. And there's a difference. Like I am the same way. I'm going to go host a workshop and I expect to get results from that workshop. I'm going to go do this and I expect to get results from them. When we approach our our, our activities, our agenda, our to-do list that way, especially in business, it changes things. Right. Oh, for sure. Changes everything. Yeah. Okay. So brick and mortar practice. Give me some do's and some don'ts. Oh yeah. So some do's hire the right people. Some don'ts don't hire the wrong people. <laughs> that's what business in general, period. Oh, it's, that's what make and break you. And you all know, looking at, even just now looking at this past year and looking at stats and, you know, going over and seeing that we are actually are down for the first time this year. And, but I had an associate this year here. And I was looking at my stats thinking, this is not okay. You don't hire someone to see people and then your stats go down. If you hire someone to see people, then your stats should have gone up. Maybe not double, obviously, but they would go up. So then that's how you know that you possibly didn't hire the right person, which uh, mine's not here with me anymore. Um, but then, you know, so you have to look earlier in the year at those stats and say, okay, if they're trending down, then you have to make some decisions. Is the are the people that you have in your on your team are they working for you and with you, or are they working against you and it's actually slowing you down? Because if your energy is being expended so much dealing with all the things in your practice, then you're not doing your patients the service that they need um, or yourself. So being more careful, I think that those are the biggest mistakes I made is just being like anybody who wanted to work with me could work with me, and that's just great. Like as far as you know, um, employees and. I'm like, yeah, the more the merrier. And I'm like, oh, no, not the more the merrier. I have to be more careful because people will want to hitch themselves to successful people, but they won't want to necessarily put the work in. And then me as a type A, go, 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 thinking, okay, this is how we do things. It doesn't always translate to them wanting to keep up with that, right? Because they have their own way of doing things. So people aren't always going to mesh. So Maybe someday I'll write a book on that because I feel like that's something that I wish I would have known that not everybody I hired was going to stay with me forever because I was so naive coming into business, never being in that type of business before. So lots of lessons. I already told Kelly, I'm like, Kelly, don't you ever dare think about the future. <laughs> huh. yeah. But I mean, I take good care of her. So 
there's that world of hiring patients and we're hiring employees. And I've hit it in the la- this last year where we have a lot of people requesting like, hey, can I work with you? Can I be one of your health coaches? Can I do this? Can I do that? And it's like, I could have brought on 10 more people at minimum if I wanted to. But that's if I wanted to. And two, you have to make sure the numbers work. And three, my one of my strict rules is I just know I my personality, I work better in a small team. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have three, maybe four, maybe five if we're pushing it, people on my team. Not above five because as an introvert, just who I am, I'm going to walk into that room and be in that you know tight circle. I'm not going to be the extrovert managing the room unless I'm on the stage. I'll I'll pull into that 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 back pocket. But setting yourself boundaries and then not crossing over them, right? And people will say, "Well, to grow, we have to have a bigger team. To grow, we have to have more uh, brick and mortar buildings." And that's one way to grow. Right. You can grow though and have a ten million dollar business and only bring home 200,000, the same as having a $1 million business. So set your standards and then recraft your programs to fit your standards. Yeah. So we've talked about hiring employees. What about hiring mentors? Yeah, that's been, that's been a kind of an interesting journey this year, especially, I think I had more people that I I was always the mentor. Like the last few years, everybody came to me because I was one of the fastest growing practices and did things really, really fast. And people were like, oh my gosh, like we want to learn from you. So I've I've done a lot of that on a just like one-on-one low scale. If I would have had to do that over again, I definitely would have probably charged more for those services. But I had a lot of mentors this year, um, including you, you know, doing this all the the functional blood work specialists training and now the restoration collaboration that we're doing and all of that. And it's just allowed me to see. So my first launch into mentorship was last year, getting some mentorship with um, Lisa Palmer Dean from the quantum, the muscle testing side of things and learning that we can do this whole, we designed our practices to go virtual. So I have three brick and mortar practices in three separate states, a thousand like triangular, like a thousand miles from each other, um, South Carolina, South Jersey, and Iowa. And realizing this year at the end of uh, 2023 that I don't need to keep all of them because I can go virtual, especially South Carolina, which is the newest one. I'm going to start closing them um, because I don't need them. So because I can do everything virtual and so can my associates. So even if my associates in any of the other practices want to stay on, they don't have to be in that brick and mortar, right? They can, or they can just, you know, go off on their own. It doesn't matter at this point. It's like, okay, it's about helping more people and it's about helping not have as much overhead. So that's what mentorship this year has really taught me is that I can do more without working harder. I don't have to travel if I don't want to. You're on the road a lot. You're constantly like, Hey, I'm flying this place. I'm flying that place. I love, I really, I loved traveling, but there comes a point, like I was not feeling, I didn't, I had to cancel my South Carolina trip this past weekend. I was, I got sick and I couldn't travel. So, but I switched everybody to virtual. All my South Carolina patients were switched to virtual. And I was like, I'm sitting here on the phone in my pajamas on my bed. Cause I feel like poo and I can talk to all these people and get the entire day done. So why am I going to fly take seven hours? Cause it's not fun to fly from Iowa to South Carolina. There's no straight flights. Why am I going to keep doing this every single month for how many years? I don't have to. 
So before we had to, we didn't have a choice, right? We didn't have all the virtual abilities, but then 2020 happened and people had it. wasn't a thing until 2020. Right. So we're all pivoting and we're realizing we have skill sets that are developing, like we're evolving. Our skill sets are evolving and, um, you know, I'll still go, I'll still travel, but I'll travel for fun, not for business, right? To the tropics area. Yeah. So if I go to South Carolina, I'll go there for vacation, not to, you know, spend all day in an office. Yeah. Big thing. And I, so in 2019 was when I was like, you know, I'm so sick. I was sick with pregnancy. Why do I still have this brick and mortar practice when I physically can't even get myself to the practice? So I pulled the chain. I did it in two weeks. I said, okay, I'm done. Whenever we already went virtual, I already had some virtual components. Um, and then 2020 hit, and I was like, wait a second. This is gold. So as you've transitioned, walk me through, because a lot of people are sitting in your shoes. Walk me through how you've made that transition. Well, in 2020, some of our patients, I was in, I was still traveling. So 2020, I still lived in New Jersey and we were building our farm in Iowa because we were planning on moving because I was opening a training center here in Iowa for a muscle testing training center. So we had to move. So building a house (laughs) in the middle of building the house, um, the pandemic hits, right? And then we are in trouble. (laughs) Then what do we do? Like, okay, we're already half, we can't stop building. So we're like, okay, we're going to keep doing this. And we were in the middle of adopting our, um, we have a, she's 18 now, but she was 15. So we adopted a 15 year old girl in, in 2020. On top of your five kids? She's one of my five kids. Okay. So I have four, four biological and one adopted. Cool. And, um, so we, so then we're looking at, okay, we're moving now and I'm full-time in the Des Moines practice, but then I was still going back and forth and, um, to New Jersey in the middle of, I still flew. I got, my life did not change at all in 2020. As far as my travel, I was still going back and forth to New Jersey and Iowa. And we had to pivot because a lot of people, especially in New Jersey, didn't want to come into the office. They were too afraid. They were scared. And so more so in New Jersey than in Iowa, because it's a little different. Um, how people are in each state, as I'm sure you yeah, know. But it's like here in Utah, nobody even wore a mask. <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah. So so we started to see people virtually. And I already knew how to virtually muscle. I can virtually muscle test. I was doing that a lot for a long time. I learned how to do that a long time ago because I was really sick when I was in muscle testing school and I had to have people check me remotely because I was, you know, really, really sick. So uh, I started just testing people and saying, okay, we're just going to switch how we do it in the office and do it virtually. And then it became more popular. And then people, you know, after everything opened back up, people were still saying, Hey, can we do this? And I said, you know what, we're going to actually offer virtual service. So I had my social media person at that time, do a whole series of uh, social media posts. And we just launched it. We said, you know, Sarah goes global, Sarah goes global, basically. And we, we can see you from anywhere in the world. We'll ship your supplements and you know, book a discovery call and we'll show you how we muscle test virtually. We actually started doing labs in 2020 because we needed another thing to do. So we started doing Avexia and the functional lab reports. And so we started offering that as a service in 2020 and doing all of that. And it just evolved from then. I think now, I think a couple of months ago, it was 30% of my practice was virtual, but I think it's closer to 45, 50% because I'm like all day, almost all day today, I was sitting here doing virtual visits. So so and out of Where's my it 100- going to be in 2024? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be, because I'm probably going to close South Carolina next year within a couple of months. Um, 
yeah, probably 60%. I mean, I'll see, I'll, I'll, I'll be full time still in Des Moines, but the other, you know, the other locations we'll see. Cause I don't have to go to New Jersey, which is nice. I have a practitioner there, nice. but, but yeah, but we're definitely expanding into more of the blood work and I do it as a mix. So I combine functional blood work and all of those results with the muscle testing to solidify and corroborate all of the results and still be able to get things the way I want them. And it's a nice blend and people really like it. So, you know, there was a post that you made, I'm pulling it up right now. If I can find it fast enough, uh, because it, it Uh was talking about this transition and the way you said it, it was like, okay, that is gold. You're so diligent about posting. I'm already four four days back and you've got so much on here. <laughs> yeah. But you basically said muscle testing girl meets blood work girl. Oh yeah, I remember that post. I think that was the last week or the week before, wasn't it? Muscle testing blood girl meets blood work girl. There are so many muscle testers out there. How have you combined the two of them? Yeah, well, first continuing to hone the muscle testing skills so that you're not staying at the same level. So you keep, you know, evolving as things evolve. So I constantly doing more trainings. I'm always doing seminars. I'm always going. So I'm always at the cutting edge of the latest muscle testing and what we can do. So that's been really, really good. I think that's a standard rule for going virtual because having a virtual business is much different than having a brick and mortar practice. Brick and mortar Mm -hmm. practice, you can have modalities, you can have your decompression and your bioionic scans or whatever it is and you can have those same machines for years but when you're on the virtual platform that changes like three years ago webinars were a big thing now webinars i mean you better go be be going live versus an automated webinar there's just a big difference and who knows what else it's going to be in three years so when you choose to go on the platform the virtual platform just know that what you have what you're doing this year might not be what you're doing in 2030 for example. So be flexible, be adjustable, and be willing to change with the times. Because if you're not, business won't do as good as it could do. Yeah, you can't be stuck. And you also can't think that one way of doing things is the only way either. So, you know, even like one form of muscle where you have to be able to open your mind and, and accept everything. So we have been really, really fortunate that our patients and clients are so open to what we do. You know, we have research to back up muscle testing and all of that. So that's kind of my first love because I'm, I love it. I'm really, I feel like I'm really good at, it. I re- learned really fast. I, you, you know, have like a 15 year history with that. Well, 30, including your own patient history. Right. Yeah. So that has been, you know, just, I, I just, I muscle test. I, I just really like it because I get the answers and, and the blood work backs it up. So that's the coolest thing about doing labs. And a lot of the, the muscle testers that I, that I know that are moving the fastest and the most forward are putting in the diagnostic testing with the muscle testing. And that's really the wave of the future. And it's really cool to see. I was just down in Florida a couple of weekends ago with um, Lisa Palmer, Jason Dean, and they were talking about diagnostic testing and how it's the most mind-blowing thing when you have lab results or DNA test results, which you do all those things. And you've already done the muscle test first, and then you have the test results come behind it and they match. Like everything we found with the muscle testing literally is matching what the blood work is saying and what the DNA test is saying. And the patients are like, whoa, that is so cool. So it's just another way of saying, you know what? Muscle testing works. It's showing what the blood work showed. 
the combination is is really good because a lot of us are visual, right? I'm a visual learner. I like to see things in black and white or in color. So when someone shows me my lab results with all of the explanations and things, that's important to me. So that's been a huge thing. So combining those two things together, um, it was a really easy transition. We just said, hey, we're adding this thing and um, we have an option to do it without it. So you can do either or. You don't have to do it one way or the highway. We have different care plan options that people can choose from. Um, and we raise our prices so that we have prices reflected. You know, we have, we used to, they, we were taught that you should, you should, you know, charge $45 a visit and, you know, $700 packages for 12 visits. And that was how we did things. And we're like, no. And this year, working with you last year, working with Dr. Palmer learned that I needed to value myself because I was the kind of person who didn't think anybody cared what I had to say ever. So why would anybody listen to me? Why would I get on stage? Why would I do a podcast? Why would I do a video? Because who cares what Sarah has to say? But I realized that people actually do care what we say as practitioners, because we all went through our own health stuff. We all went through things and we have experience. So when I presented this change, this, okay, now not we're not just using this as an option. All of our new patients coming in are going to get presented with this as our top care plan with labs combined with the muscle testing as our, like our deluxe program. And I do body code along well, with that. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> the deluxe, it's the deluxe plan. The deluxe. It's our, Fast, fast track to wellness. The Louis like Vuitton plan. Luxury, right? luxury health plans. That's what we're offering uh -huh. these days, right? And people are like, this is so cool because they've never seen blood work like this. I mean, they get they get TS, TSH. They get, you know, one, two little things in cholesterol and they get these, these, these rinky-dinky lab tests that say they're fine when you know. And they're like, when we do it, they're like, oh my gosh, that's what my blood work really said? I'm like, yeah, like you didn't know that? No. So- it's this really cool to just watch this, the, just the, there's so much more hope now in the practice with it's like the, the light bulbs go on from in the patients. Like I might've had this horrible history, but I know that things are going to change and they start changing today. And yeah. when you will sit down with them and you're like, wait a second, one, you're actually yeah. getting the blood work that they really need. Right. And two, reading it the right way. That's a novel idea. Yeah, and then three. What happens yeah. with your? I, I know you're. I know you're really big into the one-on-one -on -one stuff. Have you shifted anything into group programs and DIY? Have I rubbed off on you a little bit? We're we're working on those. Those are that's we're my that's my 2024 it. plan. Yeah, I'm still doing one-on-ones. I saw 106 one-on-one -on -one patients last week, and that's a, actually a low number for me. I used to see three. Oh, I used to see close to 300 people a week one-on-one. -on -one. Well, if you but like I, it, you like it. Some people are like, I want to do a one-on-one -on -one for like a day yeah. and then kind of transition into other things. Yeah. It'll be weird for me because I'm so used to just one, you know, one person after another. I, you know, my follow-up visits are really short. They're like 10 minutes. They're quick because we're it's quick because the initial consultations are longer than they evolve into shorter visits. So I'm used to that boom, 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 boom. But my patients don't feel that way because they they're just they're just used to that, right? So then this will be a little bit different. It's a transition for me, but it's less, it'll be less. I don't want to say hard work. It'll be just different. I don't want to say hard work versus easy work because I don't think it's ever hard or easy, but it's just different. And it gives people an opportunity to kind of be met where they are in a different way now, instead of just one-on-one -on -one every week and all of that. So I think it'll be fun. I'm launching three programs in the new year, as you know, and um, 
working behind the scenes to get She's those done. ready to kill it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be much needed because I I've been telling you know this this on paper looked like a good financial year as a practice as practices kind of, but when you look at it really close, it wasn't because we had a lot more expenses and I and I spent and he and one of the reasons was is I spent a lot on my own personal development this year more than I've ever spent. And some of it was great. Some of it wasn't. And I'm looking at, okay, what I want to do for next year as far as that, because not everything, you know, as a practitioner too, kind of pivoting a little, one of the things I would advise other practitioners in in mentorship is making sure that you're joining groups and with up with mentors and masterminds with people that are kind of at your level in a certain way. Cause if you're the only one that your practice is say million dollar, multi-million dollar practice, say that's you out there. If you are with a lot of other people in a group mastermind that are at a um, less income and they're used to a, you know, not making a lot or whatever, it's kind of like being you're at in the a seven class. figure mark. Don't be joining things who are targeting the six figure part. Yeah, because it's like being in a class and they're love and everyone, they're lovely, lovely people. All these people are lovely, but you as a practitioner, you're joining something, you're paying the money to grow. And if you're associating with, so think of yourself in school, if this, the person in the class who's struggling with math, the teacher has to stop all the time to help the person who's struggling with math. The people who are excelling at math are going to get stuck, right? They're not going to excel further. So you have to be with people who are going to push you. And that's what I need. I need to be put, like, I, I'm a self-starter, but I really thrive off of being pushed and motivated by people doing better than me. Cause then I can level up and level up. I didn't level up this year in that, in that way. And the finances, because I didn't have that push that I needed. Um, so that's something that I realized that's a lesson. So I'm glad I was able to learn that. So I know for next year that the cost of how much. <laughs> yeah. that's all we have to look at sometimes these lessons that we ceos learn come at the cost whether it be twenty thousand or fifty thousand or heaven forbid a hundred thousand i can't tell you how many people i've met where it's like oh i did that hundred thousand program and i mean people i've talked to who are in the hundred thousand dollar program i'm like what are you paying for what are you guys getting out of this thing and i haven't heard anything good from it you might know which one i'm referring to but um as you're interviewing and as you're experiencing these programs, is there something that they should be aware of to know whether it's right or wrong for them? I think that whether if it's a, if it's an individual mentorship program, knowing who they have mentored in the past, obviously, like what's their track record? Are they used to, you know, with million dollar practices or wherever you are at as a practice? But then if it's a group type of a program, Obviously, there's going to be different people. Like I know with our program that we're doing with you, it's going to be people on different levels. Some people are just starting out. That's different because it's not, you know, we're creating programs. So it's a different thing. But if you're joining a program for growth and acceleration and to level up in a way as a practice with a group of people that you're supposed to be learning from, then I would ask the person leading the group is what are we on the same playing field here? Like, am I going to be with people who don't even know how to, you know, type their name on the internet or like, what are we going to be, where are we going to be at? Then there should be different groups too. So I think that's one of the things with the new, new groups starting out is sometimes groups will have to be split. So you can have the people who like, you know, the seven figure earners are over here, the people who are uh, social media savvy over here. And then the people who are just starting out over here, that way we're not just 
you know, walking away from our computers or putting ourselves on mute, like those types of things. So then we're just not going to get out of it what we need. Our time is valuable. And it's for me, I want to invest my time into things that are going to like spark me. We've reached a point where time is more important than money. Yeah. Because we know how to make money. We know how to bring money and we know how to create it. Time, you can't buy more time. So when you reach that point where it's like, how do I save my time? How do I use the time that I want to do my time spent where I want to spend it? That's the key. When you get to this level, and do I want to bypass time? Like, do I want to bypass the struggle that, you know, it took me two years to kind of figure out how the heck do I run this virtual business thing? And I didn't know of another person in our field who ran a business like I did. You know, I keep getting, or I wanted to, because I kept getting told, well, you have to sell high ticket. You have to have one-on-one touch. I'm like, I, I just don't want it. Okay. I don't want it. Right. <laughs> so I was having to figure out what did I want and how did I create it when I didn't have somebody who was there to guide me step-by-step. Step. So right. time is precious. Be sure that you are very specific. And, and like Sarah's been saying, you know, it's your time. You'll never get it back. So what do you want to do with it? Right. And if you're stuck in some brick and mortar places, or if you're stuck in a business, maybe you're sitting in a hospital and you're at the nurse's desk right now and you're thinking you want out, there's a way. All you have to do is pull the trigger. Pull the trigger and say, I want something different. I'm worthy of having something different. And then you have to do what's required to do it. Sarah doesn't just sit back and all of a sudden become a master muscle muscle tester. She went out and had 300 patients a day that she tested it on. So go out and do the stuff. All right. Last but not least, Sarah, just real quick. What was your experience in the 90 day program, the functional blood work specialist one? That was awesome. So I learned a ton uh, about how to be more depth reading blood work and how to explain it and how to put programs together for, you know, DFY programs type of thing. So uh, definitely a great experience in being able to look at things a little bit differently. Um, and doing the Avexia stuff before it was done for me, right? So it was all like, I didn't have to really think about the value, the blood values, but having your little cheat sheets that you give, which was great. Cause then I can now when people send me their own blood work, they used to freak me out before. I'm like, oh, I got to like figure out how to put this in the in the functional ranges and oh, it's going to be forever. And now it's just boom. And that to start with too. And then I figured <laughs> it out. Like here's a, pretty, here's a pretty template. Here you go. The template is amazing. I think that was worth every cent of the 90 days to get the template because it's literally life-changing because everyone's sending me their labs now. And before I'd be like, I'm not going to read. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And now put them in the template and I don't have to pay after money. Yeah. Yeah. Five, 10 minutes. Just it's easy. And then the ones that I don't have, I say, okay, next time you run labs, that's what you ask for. And it just makes things more seamless and the transition is easy. So um, definitely a great program for practitioners to get into. Well, now you're into the restoration collaboration too. So we're building an entire virtual practice in which you can take the three programs and then use them how you would like, but then also bring more people into your world for your one-on-one programs and uh, that do muscle testing and stuff like that so it really is just say yes figure out what it is that you want and then as we're speaking about figuring out a mentorship is your does your mentor have what you want that's my biggest thing 
Like, do you actually have the lifestyle I want to have? If not, then I don't need to be in your side program. So that's my word of advice. Like, make sure you're hiring mentors who have what you want. Right. And make sure yeah, that they're not lying about it either, because there are those <laughs> liars out there. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I feel like it's important to follow people who are doing better than you. That's what I've always tried to do. Is And then my mentors have been. It's just that, you know, it's not always the, 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 you know, the group too. So I think that you have to weigh that too. If the mentor is living, um, walking the walk and talking the talk, then yes, you just have to see if you jive with the other people in the group too. If, if it's that kind That's of group, if you have to interact and all that. Yeah, especially when it comes to masterminds. Like, I know mm-hmm. you and I have had conversations about masterminds specifically elsewhere, but yeah. again, the virtual world changes. And three years ago, masterminds were non-existent. Now mm-hmm. it's like everybody has a mastermind. And and when you really get into them, like, what are you getting out of these things? Yeah, it's you don't want to do a mastermind where you're just you're just feeling like you're like almost like paying for someone to talk to you, you know. So it's I feel like that you can talk have access to somebody a different way. I feel like you need more, you need something out of it. So if you're getting systems and you're getting those types of things, then great. But you have to know in the beginning too, when you're finding out what exactly you're signing up for, what are you getting out of it? What, you know, have it in writing too, so that you know at the the end. Yeah, it's not just a counseling session that's cost you, you know, six six times what a going to therapy would cost. Just go, go to a therapist if you need somebody to talk to. You know, it's like if someone charges 750 an hour, you better want it to be really, really cost effective for you. You know, and they so. better bring you in fifteen hundred dollars an hour. Right. Yeah. Return on investment. You want to invest that money into a mastermind, into a group, whatever you're doing, and you want to make sure that you're getting that return because of the things that you learned and the things that you got out of it. But it's also who you what you put into it too. So anybody can go to any mastermind or any you know with the best mentors and the best group, and if they don't put the work in, then you know, they're not going to get anywhere. So there's that too. So how much work are you going to put into it? And then anywhere you end up, you know, with a mentor or a group program, you're going to get something out of it because there's not one single seminar or something that I've not gone to in the past 10 years, 12 years that I haven't learned something. So you have to be willing to be teachable, be willing to learn. And no matter how good you think you are and everything, right, is to always be teachable and willing to take it to the next level. So, so it's confidence yeah connections that you like you you go put yourself in a room you never know who you're going to meet right you'll put yourself in a mastermind you never know who you're going to meet i like my you know sp- very specific programs for a reason there's a reason why i didn't call it restoration mastermind it is called restoration collaboration because i want to see you guys doing six figure months like back, like you know the back of your hand like it just becomes that easy for you and then you can you know it's called sky's the limit you want to make seven figure months fine go for it like yeah, I want to make double way, So We're already at six figures. I want more than that. <laughs> okay, seven figures. Seven figures. No, we're doing monthly here. Seven figure months. Yeah, seven figure months. Because I already have six figure months. I want seven figure yeah, months. Yeah, we want seven figure months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So choose your people wisely. Yes. We've both made things where it's like, oh, I wish I didn't put the money on that. But um, let me find the needle in the haystack and we'll find them. There's one program I'm still looking for the needle in the haystack, but it's okay. <laughs> and uh, anyways, it's a wrap. There's uh, Sarah Outlaw for you guys. And I'm Dr. Kylie Byrne. February, it's going to be a big month. 
For those of you who have never attended my free CBC intensive, it's happening again February 15th. This is your personal invitation. So sign up, register, it's free, it's live, it's the most favorite thing practitioners love because I'm going to teach you what's included or what's hidden inside the CBC. Five golden markers that will change everything about your patient care. That is happening again February 15th. Register at drkyleeburton.com slash CBC dash intensive. Now also happening in February, the doors are opening to our 90 day functional blood work specialist program. This is our signature program for all of us colleagues, practitioners, clinicians of all backgrounds, where I'll be teaching you all of the blood work and uh, giving you the biggest business tips that are crucial to having a successful virtual platform. You can get all the details and join us before February 29th when doors close as we will begin live together in March at drkyleeburton.com slash 90. All right, y'all. Those are two incredible things happening. Jump on the free workshop if you could join us live. Awesome. If not, register anyway so you get the replay. And then if you're feeling called to that 90-day program, it is huge. Come join us, drkyleeburton.com slash 90. And I'll see you on the inside.